Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I will be explaining crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on the latest Monday through Friday. Today's news stories are another Bitcoin hater, Warren Buffett, buys into a crypto bank. Another state, Colorado, joins Arizona in accepting Bitcoin and other states are looking to follow them. And if you stay to the end, I'll dive into interoperability, following up from yesterday and what coins I've bought that are part of this solution. If you like the content, please let me know. And whether you like it or not in the comments below, please like and subscribe. It helps support me. It doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. Warren Buffett is known for calling Bitcoin rat poison, and Charlie Munger calls it a venereal disease. Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, if you don't know, are managing partners of Berkshire Hathaway. Warren Buffett is considered the most successful investor of modern history. And these guys' opinions carry a lot of weight. When it comes to understanding tech, they have been pretty late in the game, though. All right. I got, a, I got an article I'm going to share with you. And for those of you who are listening, you'll be able to listen to this video. So just pay attention. And uh, so the Yahoo article that I brought up here. Let's see. All right. Yeah. All right. Yahoo News reports that years after calling Bitcoin rat poison, Warren Buffett just invested one billion in a crypto friendly bank. But first, I just want to play this little video for you. Moscatello, who says crypto is a two trillion dollar asset class. Are you willing to admit you missed something? Well, I certainly didn't invest in crypto. I'm proud of the fact I've avoided it. It's like, you know, some venereal disease or something. I just regard it as beneath contempt. Some people think it's modernity and they welcome a currency that's so useful in extortions and kidnappings and so on and so on, tax evasion. And, and it, and of course, the envy, everybody has to create his own new currency. And I think that's crazy, too. So I'm, I'm not having any, I wish it had been banned immediately. And I admire the Chinese for banning it. I think they were right and we, we've been wrong to allow it. Perhaps this is the appropriate follow-up then. This comes from Micah Mysick, who asks, Mr. Munger, you've been warning of the evil, evils of cryptocurrency in the past. How do you feel about the Federal Reserve preparing to launch a central bank digital currency? Do you think that this will be beneficial or harmful to the strength and resilience of our markets? No, no, the Federal Reserve could have a currency if they want one. That, that would be just a, we've got a digital currency already. It's called a bank account. <laughs> the banks are all integrated with the Federal Reserve system. Okay, so that's your boy, Charlie Munger. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, keep moving on. <laughs> just So it says that they just bought $1 billion in a crypto-friendly bank. 
Well, I did a little research and I found an article on CNBC link below that reports that New Bank is started in 2013 in Sao Paulo. They are in Brazil, Colombia, and Mexico. It looks like uh, Warren Buffett made a $500 million investment before the, they went they went public, and now he's bought another billion dollars now that they are public. And there's a quote from the CEO in that article that says the pandemic is a is a way, in a way, forced that behavior to change among most of the population because branches were closed and it wasn't even an option. People started you try, trying us and realized we were a better option. And they're speaking the fact that they're a financial, like an online bank. We charge no fees, better customer experience, and all, all in your smartphone. Then suddenly we started seeing people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, people across Brazil and different municipalities starting using us. And they were called the largest online bank outside of Asia, which is very interesting. Okay, so Nubank has a Bitcoin ETF that was approved by the Brazilian SEC. Ultimately, Nubank is online bank with crypto products, and the significance of this may be overblown. Nonetheless, Munger is a guy that always praises China. He's praised China multiple times for measures that perpetuate authoritarianism, surveillance of their citizens, and reduction of civil liberties and, and, and of the individual, or sorry, liberty of the individual. So I take what he says with a grain of salt. And I also doubt they have much understanding in tech, and they have been really late in the game in adopting technology uh, allocations. So, however, is this significant? I doubt it. But the big money backing a company that has an ETF for Bitcoin is bullish. That means that companies are getting funding from people, big, big money people. <clears throat> That's bullish, not financial advice. What are your thoughts? Do you think that this is important? Ultimately, it's a, not a crypto bank. It just has a crypto product. So how important do you think that is? Or do you think that all these news articles are just hyping it up? We'll see about that. Leave a comment below. Okay. States in the U.S. are moving to accept Bitcoin for taxes and other things. Arizona is the first state, as far as I know, to propose that it to be legal tender in their state. BlockWorks reports that Arizona considers making Bitcoin legal tender. And I have a little article pulled up here for your viewing pleasure. Okay. Never mind. That's for the next stop. Okay. Waiting on. So right now, the Arizona considered making Bitcoin legal tender. The proposal was made in late January. We're still waiting on the vote. Legally, this may be against the Constitution, and it'll be an interesting case study nonetheless. So we will see. They may be able to accept it, but I don't know if they can make a legal tender, and I don't know what the difference is. So I guess we'll find out as, as this thing kind of goes along. So Maybe they'll be able to accept it for taxes, but they can't force businesses to accept it or people to accept it. Now, Colorado joins the fray with an article in Bitcoin.com, which is the article I just pulled up, which I'll pull that back up. Beautiful shout of Colorado skyline. If you're listening on podcast, uh, the article is titled U.S. State Wants to Lead in Crypto Acceptance. Colorado Accept Crypto for Tax Payments This Summer. So how are they doing that? But uh, Arizona's trying to put it into their state constitution, but Colorado's just saying, oh, we're going to accept it. So let's see. 
governor says, and I have a little team here, regarding his state accepting cryptocurrency for tax payments, he said we expect by this summer pretty soon to accept crypto for all of our state state tax related purposes. And then we plan to roll that out across all of state governments for things like driver's license, hunting license within a few months after that. And he reiterated, the biggest set of transactions are the taxes that people pay. We expect a crypto to accept crypto by this summer. It does explain that the state cannot take on volatility risk. And they say that they'll have a transactional layer. So you will be able to, just like if you um, use a point of sale system that accepts that accepts crypto, like Shopify accepts crypto, like 300 different cryptocurrencies. And if you have a Shopify store, then you will be able to accept crypto, but you won't necessarily take the crypto into custody. What they'll do is they'll trans, tra it'll be a swap at, at point of sale for US dollars. And that's what crypto, uh, Colorado plans to do. They plan on not holding Bitcoin. So they'll, you'll still be able to pay it, but they will have it transact. And during the transaction process, it will be converted into US dollars and a third party will be responsible for that. And they will take the Bitcoin and give the state dollars. That's the same thing right now that's happening with point of sale systems. And so this is a way I think really to compete for crypto businesses in the tech in the states. We even there's even uh, rumors that Texas is going to consider it as well. I'm not sure how much other benefit it is. Excuse me, except especially if the states aren't holding the Bitcoin on their balance sheet. Holding the Bitcoin on their balance sheet would be huge because one, it would take crypto or Bitcoin out of supply, and it will also be a testament to its, its store of value, as well as game theory. People will want to compete for crypto business and they won't want to be left behind. That's the theory. That's my thinking. What do you think? Leave a comment below. All right, you made it to the end. And I said, I'd talk about interoperability. I've talked about this in the past, but if you haven't heard me talk about it in the past, here's a little refresher. And since I mentioned it yesterday in the JP Morgan report. There's a big re research paper that went out on JP Morgan helping businesses get into the metaverse. And there's a lot, there was some talk about interoperability. Go back and watch yesterday's episode. Okay. Interoperability means that there are all these different blockchains that are, are building out and they're bringing on developers they're building products. They're signing up customers to use these products on their blockchain. Well, guess what? If someone wants to move something they own on one blockchain onto another, they need a bridge. Oops, sorry. They need a bridge and the bridge is, is interoperability. So these interoperable chains allow these different chains to connect. So the the coins are that I invest in, and this is not financial advice, but they are Link, L-I-N-K, Matic, M-A-T-I-C, Cosmos, C-O-S-M-O-S, and DOT, D-O-T. All of these have interoperability and uses of outside of what the norm, the typical cryptocurrencies have. So I think that these are very important because it looks like we're going to have multiple layer one blockchains or multiple networks, and those networks are going to need to be connected. And these are the leading in the space. Let me know what you think. Are you, what are you holding? What are you investing? What do you think about this news? Please leave a comment below. Please like and subscribe and have a great day. Hoddle on.